I'm going to call the meeting to order. Clerk will call the roll. Saloff. Here. Saloff here. Shower. Here. Shower here. Schmidt. Here. Schmidt here. Solberg. Here. Solberg here. Stubbs. Here. Stubbs here. Veldrin. Veldrin here. Wegleitner. Wegleitner here. Willett. Here. Willett here. Zweifel. Here. Zweifel here. Baird. Baird absent. Bollig. Bollig here. Chenoweth. Here. Chenoweth here. Clausius. Clausius absent. De Felice. Here. De Felice here. Downing. Here. Downing here. Die. Die here, Erickson. Here. Erickson here, Farrell. Here. Farrell here, Gillis. Here. Gillis here, Hendrick. Here. Hendrick here, Jones. Here. Jones absent. Kiefer. Here. Kiefer here, Kolar. Here. Kolar here, Krause. Here. Krause here, Levin. Here. Levin here, Matano. Here. Matano here, McCarble. Here. McCarble here, Miles. Here. Miles here, Nelson. Here. Nelson here, O'Loughlin. Here. O'Loughlin here, Pan. Here. Pan here, Pirtle. Here. Pirtle here, Richmond. Here. Richmond here, Rip. Here. Rip here, Rit. Here. Rit here, Rusk. Here. Rusk here, Corrigan. Here. Corrigan here. Anybody show up late? I don't think so. 34. 34 members present. And we have a quorum. Um, Supervisors Baird, Clausius, and Jones had indicated that they would be absent this evening. This evening I will be led in our prayer and inspirational message by Supervisor Saloff. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'm very inspired. I just got off a, 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 off a trip out west. I just flew in a, about an hour ago from Seattle. And I... I um, I did a little research on my journey, and I visited um, hamlets and small towns and villages. You might recognize some of them in Oregon, Walport, Albany, Newport, Yahats, Corvallis, not so small, Philomath, Sweet Home, Florence, lots of small villages and towns and hamlets. And I thought of Rockdale and Cambridge and Albion, Stoughton, Deerfield, you know, all those small villages and towns in my district. And I read all the I read the weeklies when I go through these towns. I collect them up. I read about the articles and the points of interest. And the points of interest, they're all local issues, very local issues. And they're struggling with them, and they wrestle over them, and there's controversy. And I watched some uh, live broadcasts of some town meetings, and they were, they were arguing about a point. But they were making decisions locally, and that's, that's what inspired me, because that's what's made this country so great, is that we've been able to take issues and take issue with each other on a very local level. Neighbors and friends and family wrestling over issues that affect our lives. And it's stuff like picking up the garbage. Is it going to be every other week or is it going to be on Monday or Tuesday? About putting in a new dock and whether the dock is going to be paid for by whom. Whether there's going to be a TIF district, who it's going to include, which businesses, etc. And you know all the issues because that's what we do here. So the theme of my plight here is state of Wisconsin legislature get off our back we know how to do business in Dane County we're a successful county and it's because of all these small towns and villages and all the public officials that struggle with difficult issues local issues with their friends, neighbors and families 
state of Wisconsin legislature get off our back and let us do our business. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Salem. Please join us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor Erickson. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I'm very happy this evening to introduce a resolution that's basically asking us, the county board, to accept um, the Dane County um, Government Sustainable Operations Plan. Um, this is a plan that is, has been discussed, um, reworked, um, reviewed for the past almost, you know, past few years uh, by every department. Uh, a lot of staff people were involved. It went across departments. And what this plan does, the point of it is, is environmental conservation, things like global warming, addressing that, reducing our carbon footprint, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also will help us on our bottom line, and it will help us in terms of saving taxpayer dollars. So if you're interested in that, you're interested in this. Um, this plan and the discussions that went into it used the sustainability model, which we passed, I'm forgetting the exact year, is probably around 2010 or 2011, uh, which uses the natural step. The first resolution I introduced regarding sustainability using the natural step was back in 2007. So just quickly, there are four system conditions with it. One is um, not destroying natural spaces minimizing how much garbage you create, minimizing what you take out of um, the ground beneath the earth, and then the final one is not impeding or standing in the way of people meeting their basic needs. The reason I mention that is that one of the big issues we have right now are racial disparities. And part of this plan, rolled into this plan, is the racial equity analysis recommendations are included here and the system conditions that fourth one does apply to the racial disparities that we're facing right now. So basically this document is done. Um, again, we're being asked to accept it, uh, see what our re reaction is to it. Um, this is going to go to every standing committee, so we want to hear some feedback. Uh, Lisa McKinnon, our sustainability and program evaluation coordinator, will be available for any questions on this. Um, part of the idea is that every year um, each department will review this, each, each standing committee will go over it. So um, with that, um, let's see, what, well, the plan, again, it was com it's completed. It was finished last month as the actual official completion date. I have it right here. It's, you know, pretty long and involved, but it's very, very, very thorough, and that's what we want. When people ask what you do in Dane County government and what makes Dane County special, this is one of the things that does, okay? So I have the resolution. I'd appreciate if you'd sign on. Again, these are acknowledgment, and I'll pass this around. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Erickson. Are there any further announcements this evening? Supervisor Downing. Well, thank you, Madam Chair. More big fun out in Scandahoovian country. In fact, it's the Scandahoovian Fest this weekend, beginning on Friday, going through Sunday. Friday evening, there'll uh, be uh, live music at the Fisher King. Uh, through Saturday, a lot of indoor, outdoor events, skiing, skating. There'll be a spelling bee. Um, frozen turkey bowling for those of you so inclined um, and uh, and then uh, wrapping up Saturday evening with uh, a Mardi Gras dance featuring uh, yours truly and his own Cajun band so uh, come on out uh, big fun in Scandahoovian country thank you Supervisor Downing are there further announcements 
I just have a couple things I wanted to mention. One is that the youth government program um, nominations are due February 19th. So if you know people in your district that are interested or um, teachers that um, you think might want to do a nomination, be noting that it's they're due the 19th of February. Um, the second thing I wanted to mention is I know last time we did the flower fund, but the envelope I think missed a lot of people. It only got through part of the floor. So Lisa McKinnon has it in the back. We won't pass it around again but if you want to donate to the Flower Fund, that option is available if you didn't get that opportunity last time. And lastly are our February birthdays, which um, February is a big month. On the 2nd is Supervisor Saloff. The 5th is Supervisor Veldrin. The 6th is um, one of our staff people, Janice Lee. Um, the, the 13th is both Supervisors Keeper and Jones. The 20th is Supervisor Baird. The 22nd is both Supervisor De Felice and Supervisor Stubbs. And the 26th is Supervisor Willett. So happy birthday, everyone, in February. Next is approval of payments. Is there a motion on bills over $10,000 referred to the county board? Moved by Pirtle, seconded by Nelson. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills are approved. Next, under item E, approval of county board minutes. Is there a motion on the minutes of the January 21st county board meeting? Moved by Supervisor Matano, seconded by Supervisor McCarville. Is there discussion on the minutes? All those in favor of approving the January 21st county board minutes say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the minutes are approved. On the consent calendar, on items F1 to F5, are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Miles. Item 5, please. Item 5 will be, um, will be separated. Um, I also think we need to separate item 4, which is county executive appointments. So I will. Okay. Um, so on items F1 to F3, is there a discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the items F1 to F3 are approved. On item 4, the county executive appointments, um, there is a sub that's been proposed. It's moved by Supervisor Veldron, and it's attached to the um, document, I believe it removes one of the, it changes one of the appointments where someone was no longer eligible and both the county executive's letter and the, um, and the sub are um, attached. And it was moved by Supervisor Veldrin, seconded by Supervisor McCarville. Is there discussion on the sub to Resolution 385? Supervisor Veldrin. Thank you, Manager. Just, want to just thank you for um, taking care of this. And just to reassure everyone, the county executive had known about this change and, and had forwarded uh, the letter to, um, I believe, I know the board chair. I don't know if the, if the uh, clerk got it. If he needs it, he can put it in to his file if that's necessary. But like last time, this wasn't something that was done at our end. This was done uh, because of retirement. So just thank uh, Madam Chair for getting that uh, updated. So. Um, the officer can serve at our next, uh, excuse me, uh, officially at our next meeting. Thank you, Supervisor Veldrin. Further discussion on the sub? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the sub is approved. On Resolution 385 is amended by the sub. Is there discussion? 
All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And resolution 385 as amended is approved. Resolution 431, establishing a subcommittee for the comprehensive revision of Chapter 10 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances. We have one registration. Is this effigies? Oh, it's in the zoning. Okay, I'm sorry. Never mind. I'm sorry. I thought it was on this one. Okay, um, discussion on Resolution 431. Supervisor Downing. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'd like to offer an amendment. What is the amendment? Uh, it reads, be it further resolved that the subcommittee may issue a request for proposals to retain the services of an outside law firm and or consultant to provide additional staff support as needed. Is there a second for Supervisor Downing's motion? Supervisor Miles, on your, if you could bring the amendment up here. Thank you. And then you could describe your... Well, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, as uh, I suggested to you when you uh, first brought this proposal to, uh, to me, uh, I thought this would be a good idea. It didn't really make it into the resolution, but uh, I'm, that's why I'm bringing it to the floor now. Um, having chaired a task force that uh, rewrote significant parts of the zoning code for over six years and managed to produce a couple dozen very good changes that were uh, definitely headed in the right direction. Um, I can tell you that it was a significant amount of work to accomplish even that. And it's my feeling uh, that um, we'll definitely need some outside consulting help to really pull off uh, a major comprehensive rewrite of the zoning code. So uh, this um, at least opens that door. It would require, um, um, if the committee, here's the way I envision it. If this committee gets into the work and realizes what I just told you, um, that it's going to be an incredible amount of work, they will then um, uh, have the ability to say, well, I think we need a consultant. Come to the board and say, um, please um, let us do this because that's we have to have money to do it. Um, and so this at least puts it on the table. I think we should be real about uh, what it's going to take to accomplish this. So please support the amendment. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. On Supervisor Downing's amendment, is there discussion? Supervisor Pirtle. I guess I have a question for the supervisor if he yield. So does the amendment, the amendment doesn't, if it's got to come back to the board to, to do an RFP process, what does the amendment actually authorize the committee to do? Supervisor Downing. Would you simply read it again for us? The amendment that you've offered says, be it further resolved that the subcommittee may issue a request for proposal to retain the services of an outside law firm and or consultant to provide additional staff support as needed. And the reason I approached it that way is because uh, to simply authorize the consultant, um, we would have had to have some figures and a fiscal note. Uh, I certainly wish that my suggestion had been taken up 
earlier in the committee process and put in that form. But uh, since it's not, and I, and I think uh, it would be wise to move along with this, at least uh, it's on the table that, uh, that the, the committee should feel free to recognize that it needs help. I mean, in my experience, what happened um, as we did it uh, in the prioritized task force, um, we, we uh, often, once a year, we'd ask for suggestions for, from all different entities. We'd boil it down, and quite frankly, we, in accomplishing the 24, we did some of the easier ones. And towards the end of uh, our, our task force, um, uh, about the time the towns decided, well, we're just, we just, we're just going to go to the legislature and trump you, um, I was having, we were having trouble even getting staff support because the county was, planning department was giving their staff time to uh, rewriting the comprehensive plan, which, by the way, has yet to be completed. So uh, I, I don't understand how uh, the county uh, in a task force or a subcommittee is going to ever be able to do this work. And I think we should uh, call a spade a spade and uh, at least leave that door ajar. Uh, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Supervisor Downey. Can I ask another question? Mm -hmm. And I, I guess this is for either legal or for maybe it's for Chuck. So I'm trying to understand if the board were to adopt the amendment and give the subcommittee an ability to issue an RFP, and there's no appropriation to back that RFP up and no parameters for it, like how would that work? Like, I, I just, I'm not familiar with a scenario where we haven't attached the RFP process to right. Without an appropriation, we wouldn't, the administ Department of Administration wouldn't be able to go forward and issue an RFP because there would be no funding for, the, for, the, for, the, the, for a contract that might result from that request for proposals. Okay, I guess as a, that would be my concern. I don't necessarily disagree on the merits of the question about whether or not we may or may not need outside help. I'm not in a position to evaluate that and talk to county staff. I would suspect we probably do need help. But from a finance perspective, it seems problematic to have to grant authority to a committee to issue an RFP that there isn't actually any parameters or funding to support. So I guess I would suggest that we either don't add this now, we revisit it later, or we postpone that to consider. But I don't think we could adopt the amendment as drafted and have it be correct. Thank you, Supervisor Pertle. Further discussion on the amendment. Supervisor Miles. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I, I don't think the way the amendment is worded that it's actually authorizing the subcommittee to issue an RFP. It's saying that subcommittee can request an RFP. So I'm guessing that that request would go to a standing committee such as ZLR or to, um, to personnel and finance um, uh, for an RFP to be issued. I think what the amendment does is what I, I guess I figured is already implicit implicit in the charge of the, the committee to be able to consider, you know, if, if after hearing from staff that their capacity, that the task at hand is beyond their capacity, that we could then, we would then need to look to uh, outside professional services, and that's one. You know, whether or not the amendment's in there, I think, I think the committee can make that ask um, if, if need be. So um, I, I support the amendment, I can live with it without it. I think the committee has the capacity to be able to ask for help if they need it. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Miles. Supervisor Keeper. 
Um, I also support the amendment. I think that this is going to be a just a massive undertaking to rewrite the zoning code. I think people might perhaps underestimate what a huge project this is going to be. Um, I do think that outside legal counsel as well as possibly a consultant are going to be needed. And I think this is, without identifying a specific funding source, which will have to be done at some future date, I think this is good because it's just establishing the intent of the board that we're recognizing what we're getting into and that this is not going to be able most likely to be done just in-house. And I think it's good to um, say that up front so we know what it is we're undertaking by doing this because it is going to be just a massive project. Thank you, Supervisor Keeper. Supervisor Pirtle. Could you please read the amendment one more time since we don't have it in front of us? Sure. It says, be it further resolved that the subcommittee may issue a request for proposals to retain the services of an outside law firm and or consultant to provide additional staff support as needed. So I guess my comment is in respective of the comments that have been made. I'm certainly not opposed to the idea that the committee may need to at some point get authority for an RFP or seek authority for an RFP, but the way I read the amendment, the wording there is issue an RFP, which implies that we are granting them the authority to issue something we have not appropriated. Supervisor right. Pirtle, are you interested in offering an amendment to the amendment? Well, it's not really my amendment, so I wasn't going to do that, but sure. <laughs> if you wanted to clarify that. In the meantime, Supervisor Hendrick has requested. Okay. Supervisor Thank Hendrick. Thank you. Uh, having served on the prioritized revision task force as well, I agree with the concept of this. Uh, the simplest way to change it might be to change the word issue to draft, uh, because I think the subcommittee is going to have to be very specific about what help they need in order for the county board to decide how much money that's going to cost. And as our staff has mentioned, it's not going to be, they're not going to have the authority to issue the RFP, so that, that's not the right word, but maybe draft. Are you making a motion, Supervisor Hendrick, to amend it and replace issue with draft? I'll move that. Moved by Supervisor Hendrick, seconded by Supervisor Chenoweth, that um, the word issue be replaced with the word draft. Is there discussion? Who's the same, Chenoweth? Chenoweth. All those, see, oh, Supervisor um, Hendrick, um, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And the, um, the amendment, the change to the amendment is adopted. So that it now reads, yeah. Be it further resolved that the subcommittee may draft a request for proposal to retain the services of an outside law firm and or consultant to provide additional staff support as needed. Is there a discussion on that amendment? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. no. The ayes have it, and the amendment is approved. Um, on Resolution 431, as amended by Supervisor Downing's amendment, is there discussion? Supervisor Miles. Thank you, Madam Chair. I rise in support of Resolution 431. Uh, as has already been noted, this authorizes me as the chair of the ZLR to uh, create a subcommittee to do a comprehensive rewrite of the zoning code. 
Uh, in part, this was introduced as an alternative to state legislation to allow Dane County towns to opt out of county zoning. I had hoped that we had, would have arrived at this point of a rewrite um, through working together with the Towns Association to overcome differences. But unfortunately, uh, they short-circuited that effort uh, by getting the legislature to intervene. But regardless of the legislature's uh, intervention, we are committed to performing a comprehensive rewrite of the zoning ordinance in tandem with our stakeholders. It underscores our commitment to our continued partnership with the towns in, a thought, in thoughtful planning of land use in our rural areas while respecting uh, the fact that we have uh, demands of a growing population. The zoning ordinance was written primarily to manage rural land uses. Uh, we recognize that there are some towns that are transitioning to more suburban and urban land uses. A comprehensive rewrite gives us the opportunity to recognize those changes in land uses and uh, allows us to adjust our zoning code accordingly. So with adoption of this resolution, I will appoint a subcommittee as soon as possible, and I look forward to bringing our stakeholders together uh, to get this important work done. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Miles. Is there further discussion on Resolution 431? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. All those opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 431, as amended, is approved. On item H, reports on zoning petitions, H1 through H6, are there any requests for separation? We have a registration on um, H4, um, so that will be separated. Um, uh, but So on H1 to H3, and H5 to H6, um, what's before us is the committee recommendation. Is there discussion on those items? Seeing none, all those in favor of the committee recommendation on those items say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and H1 to H3 and H5 and 6 are approved. On H4, which is um, petition to rezone um, number 101930. Um, we have a registration from Steve Books from the village of Mount Horeb. Steve wishes to speak, uh, speak in support, so if you. Okay. Uh, thanks, Madam Chair, Dean County Board. I'm Steve Books, uh, Mount Horeb. Uh, on Sunday, January 17th, there was an article in the Wisconsin State Journal regarding nitrates in Dane County, and it showed uh, vast areas of nitrates exceeding the state limit of 0.1 something, but anyway, it was double. <clears throat> the nitrates in the groundwater were doubled. So I would hope that all of these uh, petitioners uh, uh, changing the ordinance to build a house on these lands uh, that possibly might be in these areas of high nitrate would be notified um, ahead of time that they're building in that area of high nitrate uh, if they're uh, planning to uh, drill well and especially if they're having uh, planning or do have children or are planning to have uh, children especially uh, because that could uh, high nitrate could uh, lead to blue baby syndrome but uh, another concern I have is that 
how in the heck can Dane County have a double nitrate in the groundwater? I thought we were the smartest county in the state, really. So with all our egg experience, how in the hell does groundwater get contaminated with nitrate in the areas of Dane County twice the recommended level? It's a failed system. And if Doyle did it even, if there was a, uh, some kind of law passed by Governor Doyle that allowed these farms to not have proper uh, manure spreading at the proper time of the year or exceeding the amounts uh, for fertilizer, for whatever crop it could be, uh, something's wrong. So uh, I would like this looked into county level, state level, and even going to the EPA. How can that happen here in Dane County? That article was a, a three-study article from DNR, University of Wisconsin, and then I, I believe some organization like Clean Wisconsin. Let's get on it. If this happens to nitrate, what else can get into the groundwater? Double the double the the state uh, level. Thank you. Thank you very much for your comments. Is there further discussion, uh, or is there discussion on um, H four? Supervisor Dave Felice. <clears throat> Thank you, Madam Chair. <clears throat> you know, I read that article too, and I made an inquiry uh, to our public health department about passing a law, passing an ordinance that would require testing of private wells. And uh, as so often is the case here in the county, ran right straight into the wall of state government. Uh, we are prohibited from passing laws that would require or suggest even that private wells be tested. And that's what the problem is. It's private wells. We've got public waterways pretty well under control, but it's the private wells that are causing the blue baby syndrome. And uh, what it does is it plugs up your red cells. They can't absorb any oxygen. The baby turns blue, they brain damage, et cetera, et cetera. It's a problem. It's a real problem. And I applaud this gentleman for bringing it up before the board. But the fact remains that, again, uh, many of our frustrations as we heard from uh, the opening comments of uh, Supervisor Salob, lie at the doorstep of the state of Wisconsin. Now, I'm not really suggesting that uh, this is a Walker administration thing. I think it's maybe uh, longer uh, rooted than this. It might go back even before Doyle, because uh, the county has typically had its hands tied when it wants to take action to protect its citizens. And they're tied at the behest of the state uh, and those lawmakers who, you know, run on the platform of local control and then dip down into our level of government and tell us we can't do certain things. So as much as we've got a problem here, a real problem, especially out in Spring Green, high concentrations there, uh, people should be aware. And the DNR, uh, when this investigative uh, story was written, the DNR uh, was asked for a response, and they had no comment. So that's the way they operate. 
They're not beholden to anyone. They can't explain themselves. It's pretty simple. Because if they wanted to explain themselves, they would say, yes, our citizens are being poisoned by nitrates. There are blueberry baby syndrome uh, babies out there. And there are worse maladies that are involved with nitrates. And we are not holding up our end of the bargain. This is the state. And we are prevented from doing anything about it. So, you know, I hate to pass a buck, but, uh, sir, I, I really applaud your uh, concerns. But uh, I think the best place to go with this is the state, the DNR and your state representative and your, your state senator. Thank you, Supervisor De Felice. Is there discussion on item H4? Seeing none, what's before us is the committee recommendation. All those in favor say aye. Proposed say no. The ayes have it, and H4 is approved. Under ordinances, OA30, amending Chapter 17 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances, updating flood insurance rate map provisions. Um, what's before us is Sub 1, as approved by the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee. Is there discussion on OA30? Supervisor Riff. EPA does these maps. It goes to DNR. That goes to us. We really we can't really change them. But I I like to be recorders voting no, because quite honestly the map is wrong. Um, I know one of the properties that's actually in the floodplain and taken a five-gallon pail of water and dumped it next to the house and watch it run downhill to people who are not in the floodplain, which, you know, I have a little trouble understanding that one. Um, so the map is wrong, and we really can't change it. That's above our, our pay grade, but I'd like to record it voting no. Thank you, Supervisor Rip. Is there further discussion on OA30? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and OA30 is approved. Resolution under award of contracts, Resolution 322, awarding the 2016 Mendota Mental Health. Institute Professional Services Contract Department to the, under the Department of Human Services. Um, Health and Human Needs um, recommend approval and um, Personnel and Finance had recommended sub one. Supervisor Richmond moves sub one. Is there a second on sub one? Second by Pirtle. Is there discussion? All those in favor of sub one say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and sub one is approved. On resolution 322 is amended by sub one. Is there discussion? All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and resolution 322 is amended is approved. Under K resolutions, um, resolution 417, an initial resolution authorizing general obligation bonds and promissory notes. Um, their personnel and finance recommends approval. There is a sub. Supervisor Pirtle moves sub one. Is there a second on sub one? Seconded by Supervisor Gillis. Is there discussion? Supervisor De Felice. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, there's a couple items on here uh, that caused me to uh, look askance at this. One uh, is, of course, the medical examiner. I don't know if you've heard my thoughts on that. 
The second is, uh, is web redevelopment. Now, I'm not in the web business, but I should be. Because right here is a $300,000 expenditure for web redevelopment. Now, I hope it can do a lot. And I hope it makes a difference because I'm not really happy with the county's web uh, website. And if this is what that's for, we need to do something, but not at $300,000. And that's one of the reasons I'll be voting no, please. Thank you, Supervisor Dave Felice. This is on sub one we're talking about. Okay. Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. I have a question for staff, probably for Chuck, but perhaps for Lynn Green. Uh, in the sub on line 89, there's a line for the Homeless Day Resource Center. The original version had 750,000. The sub has 2,750,000. And I'd just like an explanation of what's in the 2 million added in the sub. Well, the, um, the, that was really the purpose for the sub was there were a couple of items, a few items in here that uh, for two different reasons why there's uh, more on the list. One, some of these items were added by resolution of the board outside the budget process, and the Homeless State Resource Center is one of those. So if you remember, the county board approved by a two-thirds vote a resolution to add $2 million to that and that had not been previously authorized and it was in the original version of this resolution. And, um, so that would cover the uh, $1.4 million that we paid to purchase the property and it will also go toward the renovation of that facility one, uh, after the county secures its uh, conditional use permit. If I may have a follow-up question. Then we had not previously authorized money for acquisition of a site in any previous resolutions authorizing bonding? Is it, that's what I'm hearing you say. I'm just No, I'm just saying is that this this, uh, this will authorize the borrowing of the money that was uh, uh, used to purchase the property, and that purchase was authorized by the county board. I understand that, but in, in the resolution perhaps in 20, for borrowing in 2015, we hadn't already authorized some money, whether it was the 400000 Oh, we had some, yes, yes. Okay, so, yes. The, so could... This is partially for the acquisition and then for remodeling and other costs going forward. Right. The 2015, I don't what it's for. I'm not 2015 had, I think, around $600,000 had been authorized, and that we had authorized previously and have borrowed that. And so this gets us up to three, three fifty. About three point, almost three point four million. Okay. All right. Thank you. And I assume this is a roll call vote. This will be a roll call vote. Yes. Further discussion? Supervisor Pirtle. Uh, well, Chuck, uh, Chuck identified sort of the issues I was going to raise on the substitutions that are in here. They're all enumerated on the list. If you look through, they're underlined and highlighted in blue on your document. They're either a result of board actions or uh, projects that we have approved that are actually going to move ahead of schedule from what we were previously thinking when this was initially drafted. These, again, are all items that were included in budgets that you have passed. This is just to issue the bonding to do the work that you've already voted for. So as the finance chair, I would encourage you to vote for the bonding for the projects that you've already committed to spend money on. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Supervisor Dye. Uh, thank you. I have uh, two questions. The first is a clarification on line 94 and 95. Both lines are for the remonumentation 
project, so I'm just wondering if perhaps Chuck or someone else can explain to me why they're two separate line items and if that's not a duplication. No, it's not a duplication. The, the 172000 is carry forward money from previous years, and the 300000 was appropriated in 16. Okay, thank so you. So it's the same project. In fact, uh, I think the pro some of the contracts are on personal and finance for Monday. So it's the same project for a total cost of 472000 Correct. Thank you. Um, my second question relates to action that was taken at the library board today to approve moving forward with the purchase of the bookmobile, which doesn't appear to be on here, but I assume we are borrowing for because it's capital funds. Can you just explain to me the timing of that and what is happening? The bookmobile was um, budgeted in 2015, so it was authorized and borrowed in, for, in, in a previous resolution last year. Um, the bid, it was bid out once. The costs were high, higher than what we had available. It was rebid, and that bid was then further negotiated down, so now it is with, it's actually a little below the amount that we had budgeted, including uh, the wrap to uh, uh, honor uh, Dow, uh, um, so. Great. Thank and you. I, I think that became the library board. The purchase order will be issued shortly. Thank you. Supervisor Day. Supervisor Day Felice. Thank you, Madam Chair. So just one uh, comment. There was uh, a reference to these items being in the budget. That kind of uh, implied that, you know, everything's okay because we have approved these things. Well, budget's about 1,000 pages long. And I dare say, I don't know if anybody knows all these chapter and verse. And I would encourage you to look at them from time to time because it's pretty interesting. You know, when you want to get something passed in the budget and it's kind of squishy or it's, it's not uh, always up to snuff, you put something in the budget. I mean, that's how you do it. I'm not saying there's any chicanery here. I'm just saying that some things that cost a lot of money that somebody might, you know, question or raise an eyebrow over, uh, we'll put it in the budget. That's the easy way to get it passed. And uh, anybody who's been in politics or government knows that. That's, that's you know, government 101. Uh, so just because it was in the budget doesn't mean that you don't have to vote on it, because that's why we're here. We're here to vote on this. And that's why we take a roll call. So I encourage you to look at these more closely in the future and uh, perhaps uh, consider the spending we're doing tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor DeFelice. Is there further discussion on the sub one to resolution 417? Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I'll be brief. I just wanted to um, acknowledge and thank my colleagues who are going to support this um, barring uh, resolution tonight because we have done um, a lot of really good work and there's a lot of really important projects in here. And I'm, really proud of our commitments to affordable housing, um, to the Comprehensive Day Resource Center, um, to storage lockers for homeless folks, and, the, and, and I appreciate all the work on the other um, projects in here that I wasn't directly involved in, but uh, thank you, and I really hope that you will vote in support of this. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Further discussion on sub one? Seeing none. Um, we, can, we don't need a three-fourths on adopting the sub. We need it on adopting the whole thing. So um, is, is there an objection to doing a roll call on, just on a, not a roll call, a voice vote on the sub and then doing the roll call on the resolution as amended? 
Seeing no objection. All those in favor of sub one say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and sub one is adopted. On resolution 417 as amended by sub one. Is there discussion? The clerk, seeing none, the clerk will call the roll. Selop. Aye. Selop, aye. Shower. Aye. Shower, aye. Schmidt. Aye. Schmidt, aye. Solberg. Aye. Solberg, aye. Stubbs. Aye. Stubbs, aye. Veldrin. Aye. Veldrin, aye. Wegleitner. Aye. Wegleitner, aye. Willett. No. Willett, no. Zweifel. Aye. Zweifel, aye. Baird. Baird, absent. Bollig. Aye. Bollig, aye. Chenoweth. Aye. Chenoweth, aye. Clausius. Clausius, absent. De Felice. No. De Felice, no. Downing. Aye. Downing, aye. Die. Die, I, Erickson. Aye. Erickson, I, Gillis. Aye. Oop, I'm sorry. Farrell. No, sorry about that. Uh, Gillis. Gillis, I, Hendrick. Hendrick, I, Jones. Jones, absent. Kiefer. Aye. Kiefer, I, Kolar. Kolar, I, Krause. Aye. Krause, I, Levin. Aye. Levin, I, Matano. Matano, I, McCarvel. Aye. McCarville, I. Miles. Aye. Miles, I. Nelson. Aye. Nelson, I. O'Loughlin. Aye. O'Loughlin, I. Pan. Aye. Pan, I. Pirtle. Pirtle, I. Richmond. Aye. Richmond, I. Rip. Aye. Rip, I. Rit. Rit, I. Rusk. Aye. Rusk, I. Corrigan. Aye. Corrigan. Aye. The vote is 31 I, three no's, and resolution 417 as amended is approved. On item M, uh, an M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage. Um, on the, these items, M1 through M6, um, is there, are there any requests for separation on those items? Supervisor Veldrin. Three. On three? Okay. On, are there any other requests? So on items M1 and M2 and M4 to M6, um, is there discussion? Seeing none, I'd like to have record this as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to that, me recording it um, as having passed unanimously? Seeing none, items M1 and 2 and M's, M4, 5, and 6 are so recorded. On item M3, authorizing acceptance of grant funds from the fiscal year 2015 Edward Byrne Memorial Justice Assistance Grant. Is there discussion? Supervisor Belger. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I hope everybody uh, will uh, unanimously vote for this. Um, I just wanted to point out the Byrne Grant is a very prestigious uh, grant awarded um, in the country. It's a very highly sought after um, grant. And part of the money that's not uh, really spelled out is part of the city money, which is actually going to be used in uh, my district district excuse me, District 7 specifically in the Meadowood neighborhood area. Well, though it's, it's focused on police um, parts of the grant, there's, all, there's a lot of social services, human services involved underneath un, underlying issues with racial equity um, and housing and how policing is done that will help, I believe, help the county in a lot of ways and we've supported through um, a lot of human service programs. So I just wanted to point that out. It's just in uh, starting um, pro parts um, 
Just starting off, excuse me, um, in the uh, neighborhood, um, there's a steering committee that was just appointed. I actually was just at a meeting last night where we spoke about this, so it's uh, timely from that standpoint. So this is really a great program, and I'm sure everybody will look unanimously on it. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Valdron. Um, is there further discussion on Resolution 412? Supervisor Keeper. While we're talking about the good things that the burn grant program does, I just wanted to point out one item, which is the money that's going for the drug court program. And back in the day before I was on county board, I was for a brief time the drug court prosecutor, so I'm quite familiar with the drug court program. Uh, it's a great program, and I just wanted to point out that since we are spending uh, county money on it, I uh, would encourage people to sign up to do, a, I guess, a ride-along, it's called, where you go to drug court and sit through it. It's really uh, a remarkable program. It's quite unlike what goes on in pretty much any other part of the court system. And just want to point that out that the judge that does uh, drug court would welcome having any county board members uh, visit drug court. Thank you, Supervisor Keeper. I've been there and concur. Um, is there further discussion on Resolution 412? Seeing none, I'd like to record this as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to recording that resolution 412 as having passed unanimously? Seeing none, it will be so recorded. Such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law? No one weighing in on that. Is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Supervisor McCarville, seconded by Supervisor Schmidt. All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned.